Hey there, Four States. This is Luke Taylor, and welcome to another episode of Community Connection. We're going to be speaking today with Tammy Brown, and she's an organizer for an event that's coming up. Uh, it's a call to the capitals, and this is, this is being put on by an organization called Don't Mess With Our Kids. And uh, Tammy's an ambassador for that organization. She'll be sharing with us today. And so, Tammy Brown, thanks for, for coming on and chatting with us. Thank you for including me. I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to spread this information. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be an event that uh, will be worth the drive up to Jeff City because this is a, about some issues that are so important right now. Can you can you tell everybody what Call to the Capitals is all about? Well, the Call to the Capitals is our response to the atrocities that are happening against our children across the United States. But it's not a new thing. It's been happening in nations all around the world, and there are many people in other in other nations, such as Peru, that have literally been able to overturn legislation. Even they just changed different people that are in hope were holding seats that were controlling some things that were just completely opposite what the Word of God says, mm-hmm. and especially um, just atrocities towards children. Mm-hmm. And so what we've been seeing are just beyond imaginable. And for me personally, I was feeling pretty pretty comfortable about because I live in Missouri, mm-hmm. and I thought Missouri was exempt from a lot of the things that I was hearing about as I was going to conferences and across the nation talking to different people, the ones that are in Colorado, the ones that are in California, in Oregon, in Washington State, they were telling me stories about what was happening there of children literally being taken out of their homes. If the parent did not agree with a child's gender confusion, they mm-hmm. were born a boy or they were born a girl. And if if they ever expressed that in a school, and usually it's because they were baited to have that kind of conversation, mm-hmm. if they ever expressed that they were wondering anything about themselves, which is pretty typical when you go through all these different years and um, prepubescent years. Mm -hmm. But if they express that and the parent didn't affirm whatever the child was pondering, being the opposite gender or one of the 79 genders that (laughs) the uh, California government has decided that their school teachers need to teach, then the child is literally um, removed from the home and it's considered to be child abuse. And I thought that we in Missouri did not have these kinds of concerns here. I thought we were so far removed from that that it would not be a problem. I really thought that we had legislators and legislation in place to protect our kids. I thought that they were safe within our schools. But recently, I've had conversations with moms that have children in our school districts right here in southwest Missouri that shocked me, Mm -hmm. absolutely shocked me, that Mm -hmm. our children are being baited to question lots of things that God chose, that God planned, that God set in place. And then these children are being baited to do something or to to question that. But not only that, to be just led astray in lots of different ways. And it shocked me. And so this movement is a prayer movement. It's a peaceful prayer movement. But I'm a riled up, angry Nana. Hmm. I, I don't mess with my kids. I just feel like that the enemy has come after these kiddos in such a, a way that it's confusing. It's not right. Our children should not have to, to go to endure things that are just way above their age level. They should not be being sexualized through our schools or through any other system that right. is specifically involved with children. And so this event is a prayer event, and we will gather on the at the Capitol in, in um, Jefferson City. On April 13th, which happens to be the very same day that Purim is celebrated with mm. the Jewish people. 
And it's the day that Esther went before the king, knowing that her people had no hope. And she went before the king that day at risk of her own life because she really had no choice anyway because of, of what was planned against her people. She fasted, she prayed, and then she stood is the way we're, we're thinking of it. Mm-hmm. So we, we're going to plead the blood of Jesus to repent over the sins of our, of our city, of our states, of our counties, of our communities, of our school districts. We're going to repent. We're going to pray. And then we are also going to uh, take communion, and I'm going to fast the days before, just like Esther asked the community to do. I don't like to fast, but I'm going to fast because my grandchildren are worth it to me. So that that is the the event that day. It'll be 1 to 3 o'clock on Saturday, uh, April 13th, the day of Purim, mm-hmm. and we are just going to cry out to God together in this peaceful assembly and ask Him again. But it's an interesting setting because... All 50 states will have people in their states also at 1 o'clock, all across the nation in one day, and they're all going to be praying, and we're going to pray in unity, just asking God to do an amazing work in our nation. We know that we're asking for revival, basically, in our hearts and in our government and switch, but we have to have reformation that follows that. So we're just just going before the Lord and asking for these things. Hmm. Well, I really hope a lot of people will show up. Again, this is April 13th, and so we want people to have that on their calendars, and they, that this gives them plenty of time to be preparing for that um, if they can make a trip out there. Uh, you know, all my life, it's always seemed like we said the wacky stuff was happening on the coasts, and we're like, it never. It usually takes a decade or so to get here into the middle of the country, but it, it seems like it's been happening a lot quicker here the past few years. You know, as you said, it's already here in Missouri, and so uh, we need to be on guard against it. We need to be praying against it, and um, and this is a way that we you know, Christians across the state can come together and do just that. And uh, and they'll be gathering. So that's going to be up at Jefferson City for here in Missouri. And are, are, should they plan to go right there to the Capitol? Right to the Capitol building. If it's raining, we believe that we'll be able to move on the inside. We will be outside on the lawn, so we encourage people to bring umbrellas and lawn chairs, and we will be there. And it it is truly to worship and to pray. It's not we're not bringing in big dang speakers. We're worshiping and we're praying. Hmm. If you have if you if you don't mind, I'd love to tell a story about what I experienced just this last week when I had a mama telling me what was going on in her particular child's school. Yeah, yeah, please do. So she, this little girl is a freshman. She went into high school. And I'm not going to mention the school because that's really irrelevant, because often we will think, well, that's not my school. And that's not the case. It's happening in schools everywhere, and it's just beyond imagination. But there was a child who, who's a sister among many brothers. She knows that she's a girl. And she walked into classroom on the very first day of school, very first day of high school for her. She walked into a classroom. And there were flags all around the room, and she sort of recognized what they were. They were rainbow flags. And then the teacher started class, They and she, she first of all went around the room, and she asked the children what they wanted to be called. These are children. They're high school, but they are children. And she went around the room, and she asked them what their – well, she first asked them their name, and they, they stated their name. And then the second time around the room, she said, what do you want to be called, giving them a choice what they would be called. And she goes around the room. And then the third time in the room, around the room, while this child's sitting there kind of confused why they're having these com- this conversation, the, the third question was, what pronoun do you prefer to be referred to as? Which means, 
Do you want to be called a she or a her? Do you want to be called a he or a him? Do you want to be called a they or a them? Do you want to be called any of the other possible pronouns? In California, they the kindergarten teachers are required to teach that there are 79 different genders. Hmm. So I don't even know how far it went in the classroom as far as that goes. But some of the children answered they, them. Some of them answered other things. This little girl was so confused whenever it came to her that she answered she or her very confused and actually embarrassed that she was actually having to identify what she was. Wow. Um, and it was just, it was appalling. Yep. And then, then I learned, in addition to that, that there are litter boxes in that school and that there are some children who are identifying as animals, as cats, and they don't answer the teachers. They're not required to answer the teachers. They hiss or they ignore mm-hmm. them or they meow, but they don't actually answer. And they're actually using the litter boxes instead of the restrooms. This is happening in our area. Yeah. And there are two girls that, that um, one has a leash on and the other one carries the, the you know, pulls her around yep. with the leash. And these things are in our local high schools. This is the kind of thing that we're praying against because it's literally the demonic trying to seduce our kids into not understanding that God chose for them to be a boy or a girl, that God ordained that they would walk the planet in this season to accomplish purposes that he planned. They, it's, it's a total defiance of the God that created them. It's a total ignoring that God, assuming and and um, basically accusing God, you made a mistake, you didn't do it right, I'm going to choose my own identity. And the real rebellion and the real problem is rebelling against God. And so the way that I see it and my concern, because I have these amazing people that call me Nana in my life, I have 10 grandchildren, and I am not going to let Satan try to drag my kids off to hell. By starting with this simple little subtle thing of, well, who do you really want to be? Or is that really who God said you would be? Like mm-hmm. those subtle lies are the things that, that will will make them so vulnerable for every other lie of the enemy that I'm just not willing to allow it to go any further. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to do. And so a prayer movement that we are praying through Scripture, a prayer movement that is home by home, but then we're going to gather at, at the at this location, to me is the place to start, and then let the Lord guide us where we go from there. Well, I, so I think. Uh, also, oh, sorry. Go right ahead. Well, I was going to say before I forget this, um, we actually we're going to go to all of the state capitals first, and that'll be April thirteenth at one o'clock. But then after that, in October, the Day of Atonement, we're all going to gather all fifty states. We're going to gather on the Mall in Washington D.C. There will be at least a million women there that day with their families. My husband will be there. There'll be other husbands there, many of them. Children will be there. It will be families just, again, praying again, praying in a peaceful way, just taking communion that day, pleading the blood of Jesus over our families, over our homes, over Mm -hmm. our nation, repenting for whatever we need to repent for. 
um, just asking God to intervene in this time and trusting that He's going to show us the way to do whatever reformation or step into offices, whatever it is that we need to do mm-hmm. to continue it on. So we're asking God to intervene, but we're asking Him as much as anything to show us what do we do? We are in a mess. Lord, what do you want to do right now? Well, uh, and I think, you know, some some of these issues, it's like, yeah, I don't know what the, the answer is to fix this, except to turn it over to God and ask Him to do something. And, um, yeah, and meeting at the capitals, every state has a capital, and right. it's a good place to meet because not this is a prayer movement, it's a spiritual movement, but it's also it's it's letting our political leaders know uh, there's a lot of people in in your state who care about this and and they want to yes. see kids protected, and so hopefully it sends yes. a message to them as well. Yes, so there is a place that they can go to get information. It's called "Don't Mess with Our Kids." There's no apostrophe in it, no spaces. Don't mess with our kids. Dot us. Hmm. I'm going to say it again. Don't mess with our kids. Dot us. When you go on that site, it will give you information. It will give you some of the testimonies, some of the things that have happened in other states, the reason why this even started. But it will also give you a little place where you can say to to sign up, which you don't have to sign up, but you can start getting information, reminders, and whatever whatever you do want to know. But it'll give you a place to sign up for your state or get connected with your state, get it, get connected with other people that are praying in your state. Mm-hmm. And it'll give you a way to connect there. It'll also give you an opportunity to start what we call a prayer hub, which is where one or two people, two to three people is what Scripture says, playing together in agreement on any one thing. In the name of Jesus, it shall be done. So we, we're, these prayer hubs are just you and your home with one other person. If you've got a child, if you've got a spouse, pray. Let's teach our kids to pray. And we're praying through Scripture. There's 30 Scriptures, so you can pray one a day. You can get together and pray once a month. But we're praying through Scripture, and all these Scriptures we feel like are basically um, the Word of God, you know, written in His Word, mm-hmm. that we can pray those things in agreement with what He says and that His Word never returns void. So you'll find prayer hub information on there. You'll find prayer points on there. You'll find connectivity on there. And so we would love for people to go there, and that'll help give you information just leading up to the the uh, Capitol event. Mm-hmm. There's also a Facebook page that's been created, and it's Missouri Don't Mess With Our Kids. And that'll be specific when we're sending out information about this Missouri event. And they're welcome to join me on my Facebook page, and if they have questions, they can contact me through there, and I'll I'll send whatever I know. I'm just a mama, I'm a nana, and I'm a little bit angry. I'm a mama bear that is just protective like a like bears do. Mm-hmm. Mama bears will protect and die for their for their cubs. They will not let anyone mess with their cubs. Mm-hmm. My husband's involved as a papa bear, if you want to think of it that way, but papa bears, they are very territorial. So mm-hmm. they're taking back the land. This is our land. This is the land that the Lord has given us to occupy. This is our community. And we believe that our nation was founded on biblical principles and that it's time to return to a biblical worldview. Right. And we believe that God will give us the strategy of how to do that if we seek Him in prayer. Mm. And each one of us has a role to play. We can't remain silent in this time. Just like Esther, if you remain silent, there's no guarantee that you're going to be spared. When you think of the story of Esther, the previous queen was executed because she didn't do what the king wanted. Mm-hmm. So for Esther to be bold enough to go before the king, she knew her life was at risk. Mm. 
But she still couldn't remain silent because if she went, she might die. If she didn't go, she might die. So really, she didn't have a choice. It wasn't an attractive, glamorous story like most people think it was. It was, I, I have to do this. I have to do this. Mm-hmm. But she she prayed. She she sent out a word for the people to pray. She sent out a word for people to fast. She sent out a word for people to just stand in agreement with her as she went before the king. And we know the story. We know he held out his scepter. We know the cross provided all that we need in this season. But we're still dealing in an evil world, and so this <laughs> we have to we have to rise up and fight. We fight the spiritual battle. Right. We don't fight against flesh and blood. We are not targeting people. We are not targeting teachers that are doing the wrong thing, administrators, or people in general. Uh, we are not targeting them. We love those people. The problem is that it, it these things that have deceived them have come from the kingdom of darkness. And we know that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but it's against that kingdom of darkness. We know that's what our wrestle is. And so we know that God is the only, our only answer through this. He'll show us how. Hmm. You're right. And I appreciate that you reminded us of that, that um, th- this uh, y- y- it's the enemy who's trying to do this to the kids. And spiritual problems need spiritual solutions. April 13th, it gives everybody, no matter where you are in America, you have a state capital. And so you can be part of the spiritual solution to yeah. some of these problems. Uh, don't mess with our kids. US is the website where you can find out more. And the event on April 13th, it's going to be from 1 to 3 on that day for Missourians. It'll be in Jeff City. Uh, but I know we have people listening from all over, too, in the four states. Or if you're listening on podcast, where, wherever your state is, you can go there on April 13th of 2024, 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock, and, um, and gather at your state capitals and, and be part of the solution. So, uh, hey, Tammy Brown, thank you so much for all the information you shared. And, um, and I hope people will, will take it to heart and, um, and try to be there at this event. Thank you so much. I appreciate you sharing the word. All right. Well, this has been Luke Taylor, and um, thanks for tuning in to the KNEO Community Connection. We'll go back to our regular programming. For 60 years, Crowder College has been empowering students to soar to new heights. From agriculture to education, to business, sports, and the newest technologies, Crowder always has something interesting going on. I'm Adam Winkler of KNEO Radio. Join me each week as I talk to a different person from Crowder College about what's been happening and what's coming up next. It's the insider's guide to all things Crowder. Subscribe today to the This Week in Crowder College podcast, available from the Sky High Podcast Network.